everybody, I'm Faith, and I have Down syndrome. But our podcast is not really about that exactly. And I'm Andrea. I'm friends with Faith. Our podcast is about conversations and connections. It's about how we are the same and how we are different. For each episode, Faith and I interview a different guest. Some of our guests experience intellectual and developmental disabilities, also known as IDD, and some don't. We talk about friendship, family, adulthood, and when it comes up, disability. Our podcast is called Everybody In because we are so interested in everybody. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome. And thanks so much for joining us for Everybody In. My name is Andrea Moore, and I am one of your co-hosts for the podcast today. And also, it was Helen Keller who said that faith is the strength by which a shattered world shall emerge into the light. Wow. Faith, you I had no idea that you were that powerful. That's amazing. Thanks for being here. Tell us about yourself. Thanks. Um, I am Faith Fedrain. I am your co-host. And guess what, everybody? I have a special guest for you. A special guest, you say? Tell yes. us more. Well, he's my best friend, and I love him. And I want to say, welcome, Danny. Oh, my gosh. Danny, hi. Thank, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Okay, so awesome. for listeners, right, if you've been listening through all of season one, you know that this is something we've been looking forward to and talking about for a while, right, Faith? Right. So Danny, Danny Beck, is one of your best friends, mm -hmm. and we've heard about him in a couple of the previous shows, and we promised that we were going to do this, and the day has finally come. We have him here live, in person, in the studio, back from San Francisco, for a few short days, right? generous enough to spend some time with us. So this is really exciting. How do you feel, Faith? I, I feel excited. So I'm happy for my best friend to be here. So high five. Nice. Awesome. Faith, tell us a little bit about the format that you're going to do today <coughs> with Danny. Okay. Um, so I'm going to ask him two questions. Okay. And he's going to have some two surprise questions. Two surprise so. questions. That's right. Danny, are you ready? Are you feeling prepared? I'm very ready. I've been <laughs> long, very, uh, very excited for this day. Very okay, excited this day. awesome. Exciting. So exciting. don't freak out, Danny. You're going you're gonna to do fine. Okay, great. Okay, good. Uh, thanks for the encouragement, Faith. <laughs> um, all right. Well, and Faith, you're not worried either. You're feeling mm -hmm. very confident. You've had a whole season to prepare for this this singular moment in time. Yes. Um, all right. Well, if you're feeling good and you're feeling ready, then let's take it away. Okay. I'm ready. So, Danny, please tell me about yourself. Sure. Um, I'm originally from Denver, Colorado. I grew up here and I have two siblings. I have an older sister and a younger brother. And we lived in Colorado most of our lives. And for college, I went to University of Southern California in Los Angeles. And uh, I played baseball there and studied business. And after college, I decided to stay on the West Coast in San Francisco, um, and I got a job in financial services. And so I've been there for about six or seven years now, and I always come home to see my family who still lives in Colorado, and always uh, come home to see my friends and my best friend, Faith. <laughs> awesome. California dreaming. That's right. Yes. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Well, Faith, what do you think? You ready to? I'm sure we're going to learn a lot more about Danny as we go on. Yeah, I have to learn yes. a lot about him because I have to catch up. You already know a lot about him, right? 
you want to ask him your first question? Yes. So okay. my question is, who is your best friend and why are they so special? Ooh, good question. Um, my best friend is Faith Vadrine. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> right? <laughs> we have been best friends since, I want to say, elementary school. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it was. A, I remember when I first met you, you were in sixth grade and I was in fifth grade. And I think it was either an art fair or some project fair. And I came up to your booth and I introduced myself. And just like that, we were fast friends. <laughs> And so you've been my best friend all the way up from elementary school through middle school and then especially in high school where we went to Mountain Vista High School together. And it was really special. We had a lot of really good memories um, from high school, whether it be attending social dances or eating lunch together like we talked about or doing social things outside of school. Um, we always got along and we always were just the closest of friends. And so I'm very fortunate to be able to say that you are my best friend, Faith. And um, I love you like crazy, and, and I'm, I'm so happy our friendship has continued after high school. Me too. I feel the same way, so thank you. Good. Faith, do you have a lot of those same memories? you remember, like, that book fair or the art fair or whatever when you guys first met? And yes, yes. you remember that? I do. I have so many questions. I'm, first of all, it's... <laughs> well, please. Please, thank you. I, it's so exciting to meet people who have been friends for a long time. Um, I think a lot of people can relate to having friends since they were children. Um, but then of course there's the kind of friends that you meet later in life when you're an adult and like, that's a special type of friendship too. But it's really cool that you guys have known each other since elementary school. Mm -hmm. Danny, what do you think when you think about your relationship with faith and then we'll hear kind of from faith if she agrees, but what do you think makes it so special? Like, what do you think was the glue that has kept the bond going for all these years? Yeah. I think for us, we have a lot of the same values. And we really value friendship. We value close connections. And we value the people in our lives that make us feel good. And so right from the start of meeting you in elementary school, I knew I had a special connection, a special mm -hmm. friend. And so that I was fortunate that that carried on through high school. And then into high school, when I worked... Um, with a peer networking group where you and I were classmates, that helped us to grow the friendship even more. So I think getting to know one another, having the same values, having the same interests, um, really helped that, that friendship grow and flourish um, even late into our adult life. Tell me about the peer network group. Like what, yeah, what, what's that about? That was a tremendous class that allowed for um, students to pair up with children like Faith and some of her friend, uh, friend group and to really help them in their studies, help them in their social life, you know, whether it be through curriculum focused type um, activities where you're overseeing them in a classroom setting or where you're um, in a lot of ways um, helping out with the athletic program that was the unified uh, unified athletic program. I, I was uh, a basketball coach for the unified uh, Golden Eagles. Mm. And so, and she helped out with that too during her time mm, there. Nice. So it was a really special program. Eileen Hernley um, was the former head of the program. I believe she's now at another high school, um, but she really did a lot um, to sort of enable the connection between students and peers well, like Faith herself to really form a special bond and form special friendships and so to really bring them together in their studies and in their extracurricular activities. Yeah, so students with and without disabilities Correct. getting paired together to kind of just have a more integrated and yeah, yeah, cool and experience. Well, that's, I mean, and so that's really neat though. It sounds like one of the unexpected benefits was that beyond just kind of connecting at school, I mean, your relationship has has, ex has lasted, outlasted that program by years. 
Um, do you find like that was typical? Are there other people who came out of that program who also are still friends after all these years? Or do you think you guys have something special? I truly think we have a special bond, though I will say that program fostered uh, sort of continued relationship with a lot of um, the you know, students without disabilities and students with disabilities because uh, even though I think our friendship extended beyond that because we decided to stay in such close touch, yep. whether it be through social media or phone calls or texts, um, while not all students did, did that upon departure of the program, you know, you see it evidenced when we go to a, a party or a high school function or a reunion, everyone knows everyone and yep. everyone is so welcome and excited to see one another. So the friendships cool. have lasted, but I think she and I have a very special bond that's gone beyond that because we've decided to remain in close touch and, and you know, you're always filling me in on what's going on in your life and, and um, we've been able to kind of continue that very special bond. Right on. What do you think, Faith? You remember all those things, the program and... Mm -hmm. And also, um, Danny and I were talking and um, he also said to me, he used to be my peer, mm -hmm. so right. he was helping me out. So, so that's, that's right. how you first met was like kind of with a helping, like a mutual helping arrangement. But then your connection went went past that. Right. Right. Neat. And how old are you both now? I will. I'm 29. Okay. I will be 30 in a couple months now. Nice. And Faith. Well, and his birthday is in February. Okay. That's right. so, okay. Um, and I'm 31. Nice. I, the reason I ask is because it's exciting to me that as a program that started in elementary school could have such lasting effect on your lives. And it's exciting to think, you know, I'm a little bit, I'm, you know, 10 years older than, than you, Danny. And like to think about like my, my elementary school didn't have a program like mm -hmm. that when I was there, it may now, mm -hmm. but it's exciting for me to think about how quickly the social landscape of disability can change when we have programs like this where we can all be together and we're not separated on on the kind of arbitrary basis of like what whatever disability means like right. in quotes um and so when we're all allowed to kind of grow up together and just being together then we can make friendships as we want to and and still be in touch all these years later i mean it's Super cool that you guys are still friends. It's yep. wonderful. Yep. And I think the program really fostered an environment of inclusion. Yeah. And I think that was what was most important because, as you said, a lot of times for students with disabilities or without disabilities, however you want to define it, because it's obviously varying degrees of such, um, because there's differences in curriculum, there's differences in just even social sort of activities, organizations, be it athletics, whatever, this really brought together both sort of um, sets of students mm -hmm. and really fostered an environment of inclusion that said, okay, you know, despite maybe certain differences and such, you know, we're all students here at the high school and we all want to accept and love one another and, and grow together because um, that's ultimately what we're doing as we go through our studies and go through any extracurriculars that we're doing. And so to, to have that sort of connection and that bond between the two groups was very, very special. And right I'm, I was fortunate to be, uh, to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, okay. Let me ask this. <laughs> I want to know, Danny, what is, it, tell us one of your favorite memories of your friendship with faith. I would have to say, and we have a lot. <laughs> so I had this prepared, but I, I could rattle off a bunch of them. Uh, I would say when you and I, I think I was a junior and you were a senior, mm -hmm. we went to the blackout dance. I remember that. Do you remember the blackout dance? Yes. So yes. the blackout dance was a winter formal. And I think it was just before the holiday season, just before we all went home for, for break. And then that night, Picked you up. You were looking great in some very nice fancy gown, fancy dress. <laughs> and I showed up in, in, in my nice stuff. And uh, uh, we went to dinner at Macaroni Grill. Or was it Macaroni Grill? Um, 
This is like uh, the most classic high school story of all time. If it wasn't Macaroni Grill, it was well, probably the Olive, Garden. the Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah. It was the Olive Garden. Yeah, it was the Olive Garden. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's hilarious. Had, went to the Olive Garden, had an awesome meal, mm-hmm. and then we went to the blackout dance, and we tore up the dance floor. Would you agree? Well, and I actually remember one of our friends was the DJ. Oh, it's always going to be friends with a DJ. That's right. Yeah. That's nice. Right. Yeah. Oh, and it was so cool. And they had all the lights and the streamers going and mm-hmm. they're playing all the best songs. And it was really, really fun. Yeah. Oh, this is such a classic thing because we've been giving Faith a lot of shit, haven't we? <laughs> we've been giving you shit about the fact that you loved high school. And a lot of the guests on the show did not like high school. Like I wasn't really that much of a fan. You remember when we talked to Joe Roxy and she yes. was like a goth like diva. And we're always giving Faith a hard time that she's like, high school was great. And I'm listening to the story. I'm like, yeah, you guys had a blast. Like, you had fun. We had a lot of fun in high school. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. And Danny, do you want to tell our listeners about what kind of sports you used to play in high school? Yeah, sure. Um, it's Athletics and sports was always a big part of my life. And so growing up, I played baseball, basketball, and football, all three for the high school. Um, and I eventually sort of later on as my junior and senior year of high school focused on uh, baseball and football and then baseball in college. But I played as many as they'd let me. Basically. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but since high school, he was a quarterback, right? That's right. That's yeah. right. So and we had a good team those couple of years when I was quarterback. Yeah. 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 Didn't didn't quite win the state title. We got close, but um, we had some good memories and, and we forged a lot of bonds and friendships out there and we played really good football. So. That was fun. I actually remember going to the football game. So, I mean, I know I give you a hard time, Faith, but <laughs> no, listen, this is serious. Because <laughs> I am touched listening to you both kind of recount this because I think part of what gives me my little chip on my shoulder is like there are a lot of stereotypes around you know, especially in high school around different groups and yeah. groups not getting along and, totally. you know, people feeling left out. And what's really special to me about your memories is that they're the opposite they're about getting along great they're about real inclusion genuine inclusion and about making friendships across differences and because of similarities because of sharing values like you said danny and um you know and it's beautiful and it gives me a lot of hope to be honest It, it makes me excited to think that a high school doesn't have to be such a divisive place it can be you know it can be a positive experience for a lot of people and I think that's what those uh, the programs, uh, whether the peer networking program uh, and the unified athletics program, that's what that really did is it really brought different groups together. Nice. And whether it be different, um, you know, however you want to stereotype different high school groups, which obviously yeah. happens. But, it, it, you know, it, it brought athletes and it brought um, kids who were interested in drama and music yeah. and things like that. And it brought the disability community and, and, and yep. the students who uh, did not have disability and it brought them together and, and really made for a unified um sort of school experience it really did it was really 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 nice so cool faith do you have a favorite memory that you want to share from Um, anywhere from elementary school all the way on up to now well can i mention about high school of course so i'm gonna say my favorite has to be um probably Eating lunch with Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, so. too. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. That was so. a lot tell, of fun. Tell us about it, Faith. What was special about that for you? Well, he and I were just sitting together and having lunch, having a good time. And that was the best. So, yeah. How did you feel when you, when you would get to eat lunch with Danny? Was that something you did every day or just some days? Um, 
Sometime every day in school, right? I think so. Cause, and I think there were, depending upon your schedule that semester, excuse me, um, they would have, I think, two lunch periods. So, But I think most throughout high school, we had the same lunch period together. Yeah. So, yeah, we ate together all the time. And it wasn't just you and me. Some days it were. We just kind of talked by ourselves. And, yeah. Um, but then there were times we had a ton of our friends there. And we had, if you can imagine, those big, long cafeteria you know, yeah. style lunch yeah. tables, and they were full because everybody wanted to sit with you. Right. You know, it was, she, <laughs> I, you know, she's, she's very modest, but Faith was one of the more popular girls really? in the whole school. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, goodness. Nothing more insufferable <laughs> than a popular girl. Just kidding. Okay. Um, I'm very happy for you that that, that's a cool memory. That is fun because that can be really, lunchtime in high school, man, I'm telling you, it just can be traumatic right. for a, a lot of folks. And so, um, we, I would be remiss if I didn't stop to celebrate the times when it's not traumatic and be like, hey, that's awesome. It makes me really happy that that's one of your best memories. It well, is. I'm so glad that this is, that here we are, finally, right? Yeah, and I'm so glad you can be a, a part of it, too. Thank so. you. I'm glad, too. Yeah. It is always good to meet people. I like to meet, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of community regardless, and so anytime I get a chance to meet someone who's important to someone I care about, then that's a, that's a great thing. It's a great day. Right. So are you ready for Danny's first surprise question? Yes, please do, Danny. Okay, let's hear what he's got for you. <laughs> so my first question was going to ask you, what's your favorite memory from high school? Oh, no. But I believe that was, <laughs> we already got that one. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> now he has to improvise. i got to improvise a little bit, but I've got a few uh, uh, in the back of my mind here. So okay. um, my first question would be to you, if you could travel anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. anywhere in the world, where would you go <laughs> and why? Okay, well, it's on, so it's already on the list, and I have to say Paris. Okay, ooh. And we're going with the band. No so. way. <laughs> you guys are going to Paris? It's on the list. We're so going yes. in May. Yes. Oh we're going gosh. in May. Because Faith has been harassing me. Not, <laughs> not just Faith, right? Not just Faith. No, we've, we've had a lot of people tell us that they wanted to go to Paris, and so we put it on the list for... We're doing a Paris and Portugal trip. Oh my gosh! Late May and into mm-hmm. into early June. Oh my gosh! So yeah, so you're gonna do that trip, Faith? I'm hoping so. Yeah, we yes. got to get you on that list. Yeah, that's that one's gonna fill up. I think <laughs> probably fast, maybe. Maybe I think yeah. so. So yeah, tell us why. Right? Is that what part of the question? Um, the reason why because um, well, Paris has always been my dream place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and. And I never been to Paris. I know all of us as the band never been there before, mm-hmm. but I just think it will be really cool to visit there. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to go myself. I've never been. Mm. Andrew, have you been? I have. Oh wow! I have been. Um. <laughs> what, what do you think of it? What? Also, no, it's like good. I, I know you've been there. I know my family has, uh-huh. and they're trying to make me jealous <laughs> <laughs> no it is it is and i do respect you know it's the city of love for a reason mm-hmm. i do yeah. think that um there's good cause to love paris of course there is and like all the different little neighborhoods and basically you, you know melted cheese i mean the fondue alone sure. is worth, <laughs> worth traveling for um but faith are there any particular landmarks in paris or anything that you've had on your mind that you want to see well, I pretty much have everything of Paris. <laughs> That's how crazy I am. Um, but I just want to see everything of Paris, you know, okay. like the Eiffel Tower or something. Okay. So, yeah. I just want to make sure that if we go all the way over there, we get it right. We That's don't want right. to miss anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, and right. just the history of Paris. So. Cool. 
What about cool. you, Danny? What's on your list? So, and I'm actually uh, in transition now between a former job and potentially, so I, I have a little bit of time off. So oh, nice. I'm thinking of doing some traveling very oh, soon. Oh, you should. I'm very excited for it. Yeah. So uh, number one on my list, and I don't know if I'll go there uh, for a couple of reasons, but one, number one on my list that I've always wanted to go to is Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I want to eat the fresh fish and the Let's sushi and all line, that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's always on my mind. That's right. Add that to the wayfaring band travel <laughs> list. Um, but no, so uh, Tokyo, um, I think, would be a lot of fun. I've had some friends um, have tremendous accounts coming back from there, so they had a great time. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that's probably where I would say, at least top of mind for me right now. So I've done a little bit of travel in Asia, a little bit of travel in South America, and one or two countries in, in Europe. Okay. So I'm not as well-traveled as maybe uh, Andrea is or, or as you are with all you the travels you've had. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm trying to get out there and ex- expand my horizons a little bit. So. Yeah, I mean, all we can do is one trip at a time. That's right. Any of us, That's right? right. And, we and Andrea, going. I just got back from Morocco. <gasps> Indeed. How was that? <laughs> I, I I would definitely highly recommend anyone adding it to their list. It's a incredible country. I very hear it's beautiful. Very beautiful yeah. and richly the, the people, the hospitality of the people is probably the okay. the main thing. And then of course the food, the design, the art. There's so much to do. Mountains, desert, the sea. There's so much to see. Okay. Um, but it was good. I've been I've been gone for a few weeks. I was gone for five weeks, right, Faith? So <laughs> wow. she's we've been staying in touch though. Yeah, and I was working partly. I wasn't just <laughs> completely on vacation the whole time, but sure. but yeah, I mean, and it's amazing. And I've never done Tokyo. I also would really love. I've been in the airports, and even that is really fancy and okay. fun. Okay. You know, they're famous for those really wild toilets in Japan. That's they right. have like <laughs> really like all these buttons you can push, like play music and have like. I mean, it's like a whole thing. Look it up. You it's know, Google Google Japanese toilets. But yeah, it would be really fun. And plus, yeah, big baseball culture over there as well, okay. right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, they love their baseball, and a lot of the really good talent in the major leagues is represent or is originally from Tokyo or is from Japan and, nice. and, and usually when they do the um, whether it be the Olympic Games or they have a, a tournament called the World Baseball Classic where different countries are represented to, uh, Japan is usually you know up there at the the top the top tier awesome. of talent so yeah cool yeah well I think we should let's take a little break and uh, give everyone a chance to, to stretch and um, and then we'll come back for two more questions sounds, sounds good, good? all right The Wayfaring Band is not a rock and roll band, are we, Faith? Mm-mm. So what type of band are we? We are a band of travelers. Travelers, right. So the Wayfaring Band takes original, transformative adventures that include adults with and without cognitive and developmental disabilities. But anybody can come on a trip with us, right, Faith? Yes. Like who? Everybody. Like everybody? Yes. Well, as long as they're a grown-up. Yes. They have to be a grown-up because we work with adults. Well, an adult... Everybody. An adult everybody. So if you're an adult everybody, you're welcome to join the Wayfaring Band on tour. If you're a caregiver, a student, a teacher, a professional, an activist, an interested adult everybody community member, all of you are welcome to join the Wayfaring Band on tour and experience our culture of inclusion firsthand. Be a part of it. How can they learn more, Faith? Learn more at www.thewayfaringband.com. Hey everyone, welcome back from the break. We are still here with the one, the only, Danny Beck, <laughs> Faith's best friend from fifth and sixth grade on up. Uh, Faith, 
Are you just having so much fun? I am. I am having so much fun <laughs> listening to you guys chat and reminisce. It's really cool. I'm um, having a blast. Too. Are you having a blast, Danny? I'm thrilled Good. to be here. We're yeah. so glad that you could fit it into. <laughs> I know it's hard when you come home for the holidays to like see everybody, but this is really cool. I wouldn't have missed it. Awesome. Would not have missed it at all. I know. One day I have to bring my best friend in too. We're we're planning on that for the maybe season two. Nice. Right? We'll get my best friend up in here. Yeah. All right, Faith, we've got to find out more about Danny. Let's ask your next question. Okay. Let's hear um, it. So everybody needs some help sometime. What do you need help with? Oh, man, that's a good question. It's a tough question. <laughs> um, hmm. What do I need help with? Sometimes I need help with stress management, honestly. Sometimes I get a little bit uptight about thinking about all the things I have to do in my life and all the... Um, the challenges that I've got to do, even sometimes on a day-to-day basis. And so whether it keeps me awake at night or whether it just sort of um, gets me out of my routine or gets me out of a headspace that's healthy and productive, and um, that's probably what I would say I I need the most help with is stress management. And you know how I deal with that a lot of times, well, one, I love to like work out and exercise and sometimes getting those endorphins going helps to kind of like make you feel better. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also like to talk to like, some close friends and family and just say, Hey, you know, had a tough day. Even if I don't even reveal that I've had a tough day, sometimes just like, Hey, how's it going? And catching up with a friend really sort of, um, brings me back down and makes me think about what's important in life and, and, um, where ultimately my focus, uh, should lie. So, Mm. um, yeah, I'd say stress management because a lot of, like too often I have a lot of balls in the air. I have a lot of things going on and sometimes I can let that either impact my mood or just, um, impact my sleep sometime. And so trying to keep kind of an even, uh, mood at, at all times would be, would be my, uh, the challenge I want to overcome. Mm-hmm. So. so we usually give ourselves advice, right, Danny? Cause you and I have been best friends for forever. So absolutely we can always, you know, give advice. Yeah. So yeah. to make us, um, very helpful, right? Yeah, so. yeah. And and that's what I think another reason why our friendship has grown so much is because we've been able to share very personal experiences with one another, whether it be um, us both doing something together or us telling us, you know, since I've moved away and you're living in Denver and I live in San Francisco, being able to share experiences over the phone or talk about whether it be our problems, you know, things that bother us or the good experiences as well and being able to share good news. I think that's why we've grown so close um, over the years. So, and you've been so helpful in that whenever I'm having a rough day, I'll shoot Faith a text and see how she's doing and, Mm -hmm. and it always puts a smile on my face. (laughs) So that's awesome. We both do. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's right. Well, let me ask you this, Danny. So when you talk about stress management and needing some help with that, are there people that you can think of in your life who you feel like do a really good job at that, that you admire for how they handle stress? Yeah. In fact, actually, uh, at my most recent job, uh, there were some employees who, some coworkers of mine, who I really admired because not only of the success that they had in the role, but how they sort of managed the day-to-day stresses of the job that I was in. And, it, you know, it was, for me, it was a learning experience seeing these people conduct themselves daily um, under, a lot of times, a significant amount of stress mm-hmm. and still succeed and all the while still sort of succeed despite all the stress around them and also not get real uptight about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, uh, that's, that's a lesson that I took because I've always been, and um, <laughs> this is not my most, uh, <laughs> you know, this is a bit of an admission, but uh, I'm a pretty tightly wound guy. And so to see some of these people have success and maybe not take themselves too seriously mm. um, has really done a lot for me, just from simply observing those people. 
to learn how, you know, I, I can better um, improve stress management. Yeah. So. And do the, do you notice anything that they have in common? Like, are there any particular tools or tasks that they're doing? Or do you think it's personality-based? It's a little bit personality-based, but it's also, um, and also just speaking specifically to the job, you know, they understand what's kind of noise versus what's really sort of important. And so they prioritize very well. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an important lesson in life in general, because whether mm -hmm. it be in your social life, whether it be in a professional setting, you know, you're going to have a to-do list. And that to-do list will fluctuate between, you know, being very long and very arduous or, you know, and so, and so learning how to manage that, be it in a social setting or be it in a professional setting is really important, I think, to just overall health and, and to success in your profession and, and socially. Hmm. So what do you think, Faith? Do you ever, can you relate to what Danny's saying about needing some help sometimes with stress management or do you feel like you do an okay job managing when things get busy in your life? Um, well, Usually, Danny and I always do like mutual aid together. That's right. Um, we always help each other out, mm -hmm. and that's what best friends are for. Totally. So. But let me ask you again. So when we talk about you being stressed in your life, not about Danny, but when you're stressed about things feeling busy in your life or like a lot of responsibilities, do you ever feel stressed out? Um, sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, like today when we were when Danny was driving and he was very helpful of me mm -hmm. and um because were you feeling stressed out then well I was I don't know about stressed out but I was feeling sad okay um about it's because I my pastor is leaving the church okay and it's been very hard and stressful mm -hmm. especially with him but mm -hmm. It's also hard for me, too, because um, me and him are like, he actually knows what happened in our in my experience. Yep. And he's been very, Some things about your past. He understands. He does. Uh -huh. So um, I'm going to miss him a lot. Yeah. But Danny was giving me advice. Oh, that's good. To help me. So. Right. Okay. So for you, it sounds like you're talking about maybe managing some big emotions and like big feelings and that for you, it can be really helpful to have a friend to kind of talk that through. Right. Yeah. And Danny's talking about like having some maybe work obligations or responsibilities and just knowing how to prioritize right. and yes. having some friends or family to kind of you know how we, you out. <laughs> you know how we always talk about crossing boundaries? You and I. No, I mean like some. Yeah, we we talk about boundaries in general, and yes, it can be hard yes. to set and and keep boundaries. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and that's why Danny was helping me out to figure out what the boundary would be. Right. Nice. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, are you ready for Danny's final question? Please, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my final question would be to you: What are you most grateful for in your life? Um, I feel grateful for having you here. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, but what else? More than that. But I'm I'm just saying that for a sample. But, yeah, no, I appreciate um, that. Um, but I also feel grateful of now life. Um, just it's a tough one. I know. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> um. I just feel so grateful to have good friends and okay. family okay. and having my best friend, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and life and, 
and having a wonderful Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. And yeah. now I'm going to push you. <laughs> okay. So when... She always pushed Well, I have to because yeah. I know that you're a woman of extreme depth. <coughs> and so this is why we push each other, right? Because you push me too. <laughs> Um, but because I, you know, Danny and I both know you pretty well and we know the depth of you, um, but not all of our listeners do. And so that's why sometimes I think, I think we have to push ourselves too to try and get to the real heart of the matter sometimes. And, um, and this is a good juicy question. It's, it's a good one to push on. And so, so Faith, let's imagine sometimes on the really hard days, right? Days when you're feeling really sad or really anxious Right. Like, you know, sometimes we've talked about um, the anxiety and this is personal. So I know. So I hope, you know, you tell me if we gets too personal. But, you know, sometimes we've talked about boundaries. We've talked about uh, sometimes when you don't have like somebody doesn't text you back right away. Right. Yeah. And how frustrating it can be. And it's like you want to call, you want to text, you want to email, you want to hear from them immediately. And it's hard to wait in. So that can feel uncomfortable. Right. When, right. you, when, when you want something right away and you don't get it right away. I relate to that because like I also am somebody who I respond to speed and immediacy. And Me so three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we all have that in common right. that it's like I want to move now. Um, and so it can be really hard to let people be in their own pace and be in their own time. But so I think of that as an example like. For me, when I'm like crawling out of my skin and I feel frustrated or I feel sad or I feel anxious, you know, I have a couple of things that I can think about in terms of gratitude, like what I feel grateful for that can help me relax, that help calm me down and that help put things in perspective for me. Um, You know, one of those things. So my relationship with my best friend is one of them. I think that's a great answer, you know, because what I like about my best friend is that I feel seen. I feel like there's a human being on this planet who understands me and it helps me to just kind of be okay in the universe. Um, and so, Danny and that's what you say about Danny. Totally. Yeah. So what are some of those other deep level things for you that make you feel like life is worth living? Can you tell me what you mean? Yeah. Like other than just a best friend, when you think about being grateful, like being really thankful and happy, what are some of the other things that come into your mind in your life that make you feel thankful and happy? Um, you need to help me. <laughs> well, so you said family, right? Yeah. So let's just be more specific. So tell us, what is it about family that makes you feel good? Um, for family, it's like, because they make me feel love. Okay. Supportive. Um... They're always there for me. Okay. Um, Even when they make you mad? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they make you feel loved and supported. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but sometimes they can give me a hard time. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, with my brother, like Danny's brother and my brother has been friends for a long time as well. Right. Yeah. Um, it's deeper than just you and me. It's a family connection. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, so. that's right. I remember you saying that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, and um, and between my family and Danny's family are like friends of ours. Yeah. So. Um, so you're grateful for that too. I do. Well, Danny, what about you? Good question. Um, yeah, I would say two things. I would say my family, 
and I know it's a it's a, maybe an obvious answer in some respects, but um, my family, I am so fortunate to have the family that I have, uh, to have the support I have from two wonderful siblings, and especially from my parents. I, I, I feel I truly won the parents' lottery. Nice. I mean, they, <laughs> they were, and yes, they sometimes, you know, <laughs> So I guess a lot of times they 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 um if they ever get on my nerves it's ever because they're they're nurturing too much. That's a, that's they, always the thing, right? You're like, mom, I need some space. <laughs> they don't realize <laughs> I'm a thirty year old so man. So much, but, right? <laughs> right. No, it's but a good um, problem to have. Right. Totally. I mean, they are. Uh, my father is the most kind and genuine and loving human being in the world. He'll give you his shirt off his back and. Um, he has been so tremendously supportive of me in my life, whether it be athletic or academic pursuits or work advice or anything of that nature. He's been tremendous. And my mom is just next level special. She That's is cool. one of the most exceptional. You know her, right? <laughs> yes. How sweet is, is Sue Beck? <laughs> so, yeah. So for his mom, um, so she and I usually hang out sometimes. Okay. That's right. Um, you guys get lunch together and stuff, right? Yeah, we do sometimes. Um, but... Danny's mom has always been like a second mom to me too. Nice. So, um, you know what? She's she's a second mom to the world. I mean, nice. she really yeah. is. She is. You know, I am so beyond grateful to have her as an example for how to live my life mm-hmm. in the way. Just her compassion, her generosity, how how good, how just loving and warm and endearing she is to everyone she meets. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a special, special person, and her value set is. Um, just so incredibly strong and so incredibly um, humble down to earth. And, you know, so as, as I go on in my life and I, I try to, um, you know, find myself on a path of success and, uh, and of growth, you know, I think of her as the keystone example for how I want to live my life. My mom and I have this incredible, incredible bond, and it's because of all that she did for us as growing up as children and just and, and all the ways I observed her just be the person she is. Um, oh, that's so cool. And I'm also really struck how both of you are saying, you know, it's all about relationships. You're not saying anything about th- stuff. Right. You're not grateful for things. You're right. grateful for people, for right. relationships in your lives. Right. Um, okay. So Sue, your mom. Yes. Is your kind of the the guide like for you it's like you're aiming your arrow at like Absolutely. how can i act like Sue? and, it, and if <laughs> yeah. i get halfway there i will have done very oh, well that's so cool. she is exceptionally special faith so. do you have someone like that in your life that you're thinking i admire this person i admire how they live their life and i'm trying to be open-minded and open-hearted and you know do you have anyone like that i do uh when danny was saying something about his mom i feel the same way as yeah, you mine. think she's a good one for that? Yeah. yeah. Like for Sue, I think she is a good example for the world. Cool. And um, every time when she and I hang out, she she's always, you know, talking to me, very curious about me um, and how she thinks I'm really important to Danny. So. Mm, that's right. I love that. That's right. Well, you're yeah. important to our whole family. <sighs> my dad, my brother, my sister, my mom, we all love you very, very much. So... <laughs> And I've been hearing that all the time from you, Danny. So. <laughs> That's well, right. I love that idea, too, of sort of just a, I don't know, as a point of reflection for all of us of, of who is your role model. And my mom and I actually had this argument a couple of years ago. It's not the point of the story, but we were talking about actually sports icons. And, you know, my mom was getting frustrated because a sports icon had been accused of something not very nice. And (laughs) she was really pissed off because, you know, my mom was an elementary school teacher. And she's like, this person is a, you know, he's a role model. Right. 
And I was like, well, he's a golf player. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's a role model, but he's also a golf player. So, But it got me thinking about this this idea of like, who are the real role models? And I understand famous people make an easy target sometimes mm-hmm. for a role model because, oh, if I want the career that you have or whatever. But, you know, in our ordinary lives, who are the people who may not even realize that they're leaving that kind of a mark? Yeah. You know, they don't even realize that they're just living their lives, mm-hmm. may, which is maybe part of why they become role models. Right. And so... And that's part of growing up too. I, I, you know, because when I was young and I, and, and impressionable, I would say, uh, it was the sports stars. It was the guy sure. on the cover of, uh, you know, the Sports Illustrated or whatever. That that was who you I was chasing. And as you get older and you mature, you still may have those goals for yourself. Yeah. But you you learn more about. I mean, your value set grows, matures, and changes, and you realize what's truly important. Nice. And you know, a lot of maybe those goals. I don't want to say they might be worldly or superficial in nature. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you have mm-hmm. this. You set your sights on one sort of um, specific uh, definition of success. Mm-hmm. And I think as you grow and as you see life evolve, I think you really um, the the people that I'm most close to have the strongest relationships become my role models because it's like, wow, I, I've seen them have such a tremendous impact, not only on myself, on, on others, um, that that's how, that's who I want to emulate. That's who I want to be. Um, and it's not so much about wearing a Jersey or achieving yeah. a certain level of stature. Mm-hmm. It's about living your life a certain way and how someone has, um, and I've been fortunate to be around those people, right? Mm-hmm. Because, uh, it's not always the case that someone is able to have such a clear defined role model who across all disciplines of life and across, um, I guess all characteristics, for lack of a better phrase, really um, does a really nice job and really is uh, is successful. So yeah, just demonstrating that correct that yeah. depth of character. Yeah, exactly. Well, how cool! And I feel like I've learned so much about both <laughs> of you. I know we usually only do two questions, but just since this is a special moment, Faith, is there anything else that you want to ask Danny while we've got him in the booth? <laughs> I I wish I can, but I. I'm really tired, so I we don't know. <laughs> like we're good to go. We've got it. Awesome. Well, thank you both so much um, for sharing a little bit of your time together with the rest of us. We're all, I think all of our listeners are excited to get to know Danny a little bit and always excited to get to know you better, Faith. Yes. Um, I had a blast. I had so much fun. Thank you great. for having me. Thanks for being here, Danny. Yeah. Uh, and I hope that I hear you guys have a cool party planned for tomorrow night and that's right see mm-hmm. more of your high school friends so may the festivities continue for you too oh yeah it'll be another <laughs> reunion right we'll see everybody yeah it'll be a lot of fun yeah keep oh. the smiles going that's awesome. right right all right well thanks both for being here and thanks everybody for tuning in and we will check in with you next time thank you andrew <laughs> Everybody In is sound engineered by Karen Hibner with original music by The Dosage. It is produced by The Wayfaring Band, a Denver-based 501c3 nonprofit specializing in life skills and leadership training through travel for adults with and without disabilities. Be sure to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Talk to you for now.